All right, everyone, welcome back to episode 121 of the 580 show special episode this week joined with Ben Bennett, Andrew Haynes, recurring guest and Tommy Lavelle. What's up, boys? Sponsored by Odd Objects. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? Horsepower. Uh, not much. So um, just want to start it off. Let Ben kind of have the, the floor to start. Um, this week, a lot of our episodes that we've had guests on have been spurred just by what I think is a good Instagram post or a good Instagram story or something, a topic I think, you know, gets a lot of engagement is a good question. So Ben had post this week and I just want to kind of kick it over to him, start, you know, talk about what your post was and and what we're going to kind of be talking about this week. Cool. So, I mean, obviously there was something that sparked this. Um, I just went for an Axel Press world record. Um, and you know, everybody knows that the weight cuts, especially at the lower weight class, like that's what really affects us being able to come back from that. And, uh, you know, uh, everybody knows everybody's kind of had a little bit of buzz going on talking about stuff. So I wanted to put it out there to make it a topic of conversation instead of just keeping it in the group chats. So, uh, you know, um, Donan just came with this heavy 352 axle, you know, and, uh, you know, I congratulated on him repost, you know, him and I are actually really close. We talk a lot um, on Instagram and stuff. So, um, but the whole situation was everybody was kind of a little bit, wait a second, you know, about the weight cuts and then recent events, you know, not making weight at the Arnold's and stuff. And, you know, I saw him drop to 80 K at the clash and, you know, the whole look on his face, the sunken in eyeballs, the cheekbones, we all know you kind of, you know, you look a little different when you make that kind of cut, you know? And being able to, you know, not make weight at the Arnold's and then coming back a few weeks later and, you know, hitting a one-off record in your gym, you know, it sparks a little bit of uh, controversy. So with that, you know, that came to the topic of like, what should be standards, you know, and setting world records? Should you be able to just pop up in your gym, make it as easy as possible, pull it off of wagon wheels, you know, wear a suit, put bumper plates on it to make it more wide, more whippy on the bar, whatever. So what should be, you know, the kind of standardization with world records and how should we go about that and what we accept, you know, and I think there's a lot of accountability for the athletes with that. Um, so that's kind of where I was going with that. And it sparked a lot of uh, interest. So that was, uh, that's kind of where the direction we're going. So, yeah. Yeah. So our topic today, world records, uh, and the standards, you know, that we feel like we need with them in strongman. So do you guys just, whatever order you want to go, Tommy, Andrew, Ben, do you guys feel like we're lacking in standards when it comes to world records in strongman? Hell yeah. For yes. sure. Yeah, for, <laughs> for sure. I mean, well, not, I mean, I we know, have, man. not yeah. too much. Like there are but certain for sure. like, parameter. So, right. uh, I'll, but the oh, details, I was, to, I was about to, I was about to give, I was about to give an <laughs> anecdote that I, I probably, I probably shouldn't talk about, but yeah, like, I think if it's a world record, uh, was it there, there's to me, there's no such thing as a world record of 160 kilos, it, not in strong, man. It's 160.72. It's 161.4 or something. Right. You know, like. The, if if an atlas stone has spray painted 405 pounds on it like sure buddy i mean i sure i'm sure it's in that realm but what was it exactly so 
for national records, whatever, I don't give a shit, you know? Uh, and for the, the thing with the thing I think is nice about strongman in, in just general competition is we don't need calibrated plates because everyone's doing the same weight. So who gives a shit if it's a little heavier, a little lighter than it says on the bar or on the plate or whatever. But when it comes to a record, we're not competing against each other. We're competing against, um, you know, the kilogram or the pound. Right. So I do think there should be, uh, a standard as far as just weighing the thing or measuring the height of something. Um, and I don't think that leads us down too much of a rabbit hole of like, you know, everyone does the slippery slope fallacy is like, well, if we start standardizing that, well, what, where, where does it end? Uh, I think at the world level at a world record sort of level, like it, that's pretty, pretty plain T to me. It's, it seems yeah. pretty obvious. Yeah. There should like, be standards with a world record claim, you know, like you said, the platform height. Yeah. Maybe when it was built, it may have been of that high, but you know, are there extra pads dude, totally. that come up an inch, you know, there's all kinds of different variables and we know what makes it easier for us, you know? Mm -hmm. So a world record should be done at the standard that makes it, you know, the, the hardest or, you know, like the standard that everybody else is doing, you know? Right. Yeah. It's, it's like, we were talking a little bit before the episode and it's like, we are the sport of like being unstandard but we're talking about adding standards, but how many times have you guys like been in a strongman gym? Um, and like, someone's like, Hey, well, how much does that weigh? And you're like, oh, I think it's 76 empty, you know, like that. Who's It's like, yeah. and it's like, but that's the who's that we're going to use to break a world <laughs> record. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I think it's 76. Like Tommy said, it's got 405 painted on it. That sure shit doesn't mean it weighs 405. Mm -hmm. Somebody half-ass weighed it six years ago yeah and that's what we've been going off of so we just kind of you know, things oh, you, in this <laughs> yeah round them up or down depending on which makes you look better uh well, one of the one of the things i was thinking of when we were preparing for this episode like i asked you guys before we started are we talking about standards in world records or standardization in general and, and i wrote down a lot of thoughts and one of the things i realized is dude we do have a lot of standards already in this sport you know, we have a standard height of a barbell. We have barbells we're allowed to use or not for the most part. Logs are definitely going to be 12 inches. Like nobody said, hey, man, it's a 10 inch log. Shut up. It's strong, man. I do whatever I want. Right. Yeah. It's got to be a 12 inch log. You know, there are all these standards that we do already follow. Um, so I, I don't I don't think it's like that big of a leap to sort of start to um, standardize s some other things. Uh, like I'll ask I'll ask you guys a question. I hope I don't go too deep into the weeds <laughs> on this but like i said obviously a 12 inch log right do we all agree on that right yes. yeah yeah for sure um what about yeah yeah what about what about stones can someone do a 450 pound 19 inch stone i say no so i go yeah. first i say no yeah i i am all for it if i can do it um <laughs> absolutely not no right no i and i agree as well you know it's it it's just you go down that rabbit hole now like you said yeah. like it's well but i agree with you 100 percent. i see what you're saying here's my question to the group then is is really when we talk about this right you know setting sort of standards for the individual athlete um to have their attribution have their achievement attributed accordingly properly without question but what is the inherent value of all of these world records like what is the actual value of it that you have a bragging right for? Oh, yeah, a minute, it's, a it's, month? It, it's ego. It's ego. Yeah. It's ego. Yeah. I think I'm I, the only person in the world that can do this right now. Yeah. You know? I mean, right now. And I think also yeah. for the sport, <laughs> I think when you look at the sport and like if you 
I think um, sh- growing the sport and um, getting it out to the masses a little bit more saying, hey, we had an 80 kilogram guy pick up 352 pounds and be up press over his head. I think it raises the bar more and more for the sport. Mm-hmm. Like you have an 800 something deadlift for a lightweight man you know, a thousand pound deadlift eventually for a middleweight. Like, I just think it like, um, you so, know, makes it more appealing to the mass. Was that Donnan's lift was 352? Uh, great. Uh, I don't want to say he, it. he didn't, it, he didn't hit 800. No, he hasn't hit 800. No, yet. no, 795 or whatever. 795, I was just, yeah. I'm just, I'm just looking using for examples. Yeah. So with that, also, when you talk about, you said, Josh, you said lightweight men, middleweight men. When we actually get to the specifics across federations, lightweight can mean 175.6. Yep. It can mean 176.6. It can mean 182.5. So where is the where's the threshold that we hold uh, those individuals to, Tommy? I am all, I am all, all for getting rid of the words lightweight, middleweight, heavyweight. Um, and and I, I've, I, I've, I've ranted about this before. I used to be more upset about it than I am now. I get a little salty about it. But... If I, dude, when I go around uh, Shay's friends or whatever, like she works at a rock climbing gym, if I go around them, they think I'm fucking huge, dude. <laughs> they think I'm like, fucking en- <laughs> they think I'm enormous, right? I'm only a lightweight next to a big person. And, you know, it's like everything seems to be compared against the open weight men specifically. So I think if we start to just call ourselves, I, I don't, I try not to use the word lightweight anymore. Uh, if we just call ourselves the class we're in, we give more credibility to the class. It yeah. sounds, it sounds more professional because I mean, it should be more professional. Uh, and it also, uh, it doesn't compare one cause lightweight is only lightweight in, com- in relative, relative to heavyweight. Right. Um, so if I'm an 80 kilo, I'm just 80 kilo. Yeah. But yeah. That, that's, that's just a little, uh, salty aside. Yeah. I see what you're saying though, Andrew too, but like, so we have a lot of clash in, like especially in america with different federations non-sanctioned like osg clash psl whatever you want to call it now like and uss is 181 right that's the thing yeah but they're so their qualification their route to the 80 kilo pro world championship is through uss and not strongman court but it's six pounds heavier than strongman court yeah so yeah Uh, are, are you talking about clash Yes. So to, to okay. qualify to qualify for clash, it, there's a couple routes um, online, um, a couple different shows. And in America, USS, they take the top two from the 181 men. But that is oh, sorry, pro strong, pro strongman league. Yes, pro strongman, pro strongman league, right. which yeah. I actually really like. I like that name a lot better. But uh, you're six pounds heavier than the class you're competing at. So you're going to have guys you know that can make the cut a lot easier so it just muddies up the water even Six more pounds is a lot yeah um, so yeah. i mean okay. when i went for my axle press world record it was a uss sanctioned show so i was a lightweight but i had to drop to 176 as opposed to everybody else that was at 181 you know oh i didn't um, know that so yeah no i mean i i, I talked to willie because he had to come out to officiate it you know i took all the steps that i needed to to make sure that there was no question, you know, for a USS so, show, you dropped to one seventy six. That's one seventy six. So I weighed in as an eighty kilo. So that way, when I set the world record, it oh, would be legit. Did you have cool. that weigh in? One eighty one. But that's cool. Yeah. So I mean, it did was, you record it was your weigh in? Yeah, to kind of 
have to do that that way, you know, but, um, you know, but that ben, was just me making sure I had all my grounds covered. So nobody would be like, Hey, well, what'd you weigh in at? What is this? What was that? You know? But did but, you record the weigh in? I did a hundred percent, butt ass naked. You want it? <laughs> I would love to see it. You can put it, we'll put it in this video. I want, I'm all about the bulges though, you know, but, <laughs> um, well, so that's, that's a unique situation. And right. does everybody have to uphold that if it's well, not in the rules? Well, let's talk about that. That that's a good, that's a good segue into this weight class athletes. I run shows. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people are meat promoters. How do we document the weigh in process for weight class athletes? Even if it's not a record, how, what's, what's stopping me from letting my friend compete at a show 15 pounds heavy? There's zero checks and balances. 100%. Agreed. So it happens all the you, time. You but know, there, there, are, there are also no checks or balances in the USAPL or anything like that. And I would say that was one of the most standardized uh, sort of things. But yeah. what you would need, what, what I think what they do or something, not that we could do or would do, but it would be, you know, you need to get certified as a, from uh, like certified as a promoter or something, but this right. still is inside of a federation. And then if you do anything dodgy, you might get that revoked. Sure. Like you can't Maybe do shows anymore. Yeah. I mean, like for me, like, and this, this has no, this adds no validity to it. It's a peace of mind for me and to have documentation. Um, but every and single person, you're a legitimate way, promoter. Every single person that weighs in at my comp, I have a, I have a, um, I have a paper right there, their name. I write down the exact time they weighed in the exact weight they weighed in. And then I put a little scribble signature for me signing off that I, you know, validated it because it's just for a peace of mind for me. Cause if anyone ever comes back, Hey, Andrew competed 80 kg this weekend how the hell does he weigh 207 today i'll go hey man i don't know he's got a good refeed um good water <laughs> cut but i had him in at, at exactly 80 kilo yesterday at 11 17 in the morning i signed off on it you know multiple people around to spectate it so that just gives me a peace of mind but you know I, you, you know that that it's it's like almost like this continuum of like hyper local to like the world stage and I think yeah. that 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 integ not the integrity. I don't want to use that word because it's uh, it's not necessarily that, but just the being vigilant, really documenting everything. I think that increases as you go, and I think it's okay at a local show, even if you did like uh, whatever honor system or something, right? Like, yeah. uh, hey, you you guys group yourselves how you want. I mean, nobody's ever done that, but <laughs> you know, like I I, th I think I think that's okay, uh, and and that's one of the things that. Um, I think a lot of times we can get, uh, not we, but as a community can get caught up on is this all or nothing thing. Like it either all has to be standardized or we're going to lose it all or something, or, you know, something right. like this. I think it's totally fine if you have an unsanctioned show with three events uh, and it's like lightweight, heavyweight, and I eyeball it. I'm like, you look like you're lightweight. So oh, I just said, I don't want to use those lightweight and heavyweight terms and here I am doing <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> You know, you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's okay. And I think that can still be called strongman because, you know, that that's, that's what I think um, people get afraid of. And not that I'm afraid of it, but I understand that worry is that if we go, go too far in a direction, we lose what strongman is because strongman is this amorphous sort of fog of anything you want. You know, like I just make up a fucking event make it up i don't give a shit what it is make it up put it in a strongman show call it strongman it's strongman yeah. you know what i mean it's just not that <laughs> I, well, I, I do think i do think tommy made a good point there is like 
without saying it, but there are levels to strongman, right? And that's yeah. great. Like, I think that's what makes strongman beautiful is that, you know, the 70 year old guy that just joined a local barbell club can do his first comp as like a novice or a master's, whatever. But then you have, you know, you guys at OSG and stuff like that in the open men. Like, I think, um, my opinion on all this standardization stuff, especially in records and just as a whole is as you get higher to the top of the sport without sounding like an elitist, there needs to be more checks and balances. Yeah. A yes. little bit more scrutiny. Absolutely. Like kind of Tommy said, we're living up to a, a kilo amount or a weight amount, you know, for that world record. So it should be that amount, you know, not a, a guesstimation or a, you know, we, we went up and down two or three pounds on this implement, you know, and that should be the same with body weight. I mean, think about, whenever we're qualifying for something, you know, we're qualifying online. We actually have to weigh the implement and stuff. Like, you know, we may you not have weigh to weigh yourself. in, but there's so much the more never on that side for yeah. just a qualifier, you know? So yeah. at that level, especially making a world record claim, you should have everything, all grounds covered, you know? All and, right, move all left. and, and I do think a lot of the blame is on promoters and the pe- people host involved in the comp versus the person that breaks the record or the person competing. It's like the baseball analogy bases loaded full count to win the world series right down the middle, but he calls it a ball. You're not going to turn to him and say, Hey, that was a strike, you know, strike me out. Like, you know, most of the time you're going to set, you're going to take that walk and win the world series like that, you know, that's a little bit amplified versus what we're doing in strongman. But you know, you're going to, if someone allows you to get away with stuff, you know, it's like, yeah, you're going to take that edge. Like the, so here's the thing, like with the local promoters too, is, is I don't want to put an additional onus on the local That's... promoters who it would end up deterring them from wanting to host the contest or deterring other potential uh, up and coming athletes, whether it's novice or not. Um, but when we start to talk about all these federations are starting to do regionals and nationals yep. that lead to, right? Like, where do we start to say like, all right, at least if you're in Strongman Corporation, if you're hosting a regional show, you're going to use this exact scale. And if you're hosting a max event in that uh, show, you're going to follow this procedure. And I think at least at those levels, you can start to have a little bit of continuity where it doesn't put an onus on the guys who maybe train for two months and they maybe do CrossFit or maybe do bodybuilding and they just want to have fun for a freaking weekend. Right. You know? yeah. Um, that's yeah. That's, that's my input on that. That is, it takes you to another great topic. And it was like, uh, is, does there need to be a standard to host a show? And I used, I've kind of flipped on this. Um, just being a state chair and being president more events is I think there needs to be a lot stricter vetting process to host a show. And the main reason yes. isn't even what we're talking about with the records, because you're not going to go to a lot of local shows and see a world record broken. Um, it's the, it's the safety of people doing it. Like over the last, like yeah. I've been at shows where I've stopped stuff where someone could have seriously gotten hurt. And I've seen videos go viral in, you know, the last, there was just that one show um, where there's a whole Viking press set up. It failed in warmups multiple times and they still did it. And a guy almost got killed, like yep. literally almost got killed. If you watch the video, it's, it's really, really bad. And, um, and it's just like a negligence that can be at it. And it may not be a negligence. It may just be not knowing. So so is that a thing yeah. that we can address? At the, I mean, Promoters, um, yeah, I'm sick and tired and see of seeing promoters who are coming up who have done one contest in their entire life and they're just excited about it. 
and the program shows incorrectly and people get hurt like that. Yep. But is that, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily the right, I think that's sort of getting into the weeds of this. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I, I, I do, I do like that you said it because in preparation for this, I went on to um, a very well-known open source AI uh, natural language platform, <laughs> chat GPT. Uh, and I, I said, Please, I always say, I'm such a fucking bitch. I say please to this thing every time. And I say, thank you. I said, please uh, make an argument for why there should be more standardization in strongman. And it gave me an argument. And I said, now, please make an argument for why there should be less standardization in strongman. And it gave me some points I'd never thought about. And safety was one of the points that it brought up. And I was like, oh, shit, that never even crossed my mind. Yeah. So I'm a safety guy. Perfect example. There was the, uh, there's a 5280 comp here um, in Colorado last weekend. And these are the same promoters that are supposed to put on the 64 clash or pro Strongman's league for the ladies here. And out, it's a tiny little hole in the wall gym that I started at, but outside it's like they're where they're running the rope and the yoke and frames and all this stuff. There's cracks in the cement, there's holes. It's like the worst parking lot you could ever, it's so uneven. They had the finger fingers and those broken comp. They had uh, implement a, uh, farmers carries break and you know that falls and it's just like a whole thing to trip over and just like everything went terribly at this competition you know um and uh it's just the safety of the athletes man these people are supposed to put on the 64 clash and i have no idea they didn't even show up with the right implements they didn't have the right weights every time it was an athletes meeting before each event trying to like okay well this is what we're going to do now but the whole area is just not safe and you have all these top women in the world coming to compete there and it's just like, you know, it's just the wrong decision that, to put that in the hands of people that aren't taking the yeah. extra time to make sure things not, are safe. So so not to go on a huge rant about it or anything, and I won't <laughs> badmouth anyone or anything, and the clash is no longer clash with something else. But there are two times I, I've seen this exact thing happen, um, and it just, it's, I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but people and promoters generally don't care about women as much as men. So, you know, like class shows were subcontract, they, they're subcontracted out essentially. It's like you do the show and we split the profits essentially. I mean, I know yeah. somebody's going to say that's not how it works, but it's close no, enough. Right. You know, it's, it's not like you have to do everything exactly this way. Let me see what you're using. What's your venue? And, you know, so, but the more prestigious shows, that is how it happens. But something like a 64 kg women, oh, this local dude and wherever is going to do it, that's fine. They want to do it. They're excited about it. They're willing to do what we say whatever uh and at the very first clash um obviously i won't name names or anything but bobby thompson hit uh an american log record and it was to the hundredth not not no maybe the 10th or the hundredth it was like 417.6 whatever i don't know and then with the women uh they were just calling it the pounds that were shown on the thing they didn't they don't they, like they weren't going to the hundredth and we we're like okay that was a little, that, 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 sh- that showed me a little something. So, I mean, like I said, I know, I know that's a little beside, a little beside, and I'm not, um, I, I guess I bring it up to say, if we are going to do any of this sort of stuff that we talk about, uh, I, I think it's two things. One, we have to give the same level of care to every class, uh, as, as best as we can. Right. Um, every, every class, every show. And like we said, maybe there's a continuum of, more care given at higher level shows, but a world-class level show, great example. The other thing is, um, you know, there's, it's like, as far as the standardization for records and things like that go, or the integrity that, I want to find a different word besides integrity. I I don't know, another word, but not integrity, (laughs) but something like that, right? Um, 
it, there needs to be a sort of one place that we're all looking and we all look at that one place because I might be looking over here and saying like, I like what this guy did. I'm gonna do that sort of thing. And then Andrew does a show and he's the, the stuff he consumes uh, he's looking at over here. And this is his idea of uh, you know um, the, the, his visible universe of what he considers the well, right thing to do. Needs its own version of open power lifting is what it sounds like. <laughs> Hey, you want to talk about it? <laughs> is, is there something you want to tell us, Tommy? What's going on? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> so, about it. so for, for the last year, uh, year, year and a half or so, I have been working with a partner um, on creating a website that is, it's, it's meant to do a lot of things and I have big plans for it for the future. But right now um, I want it to be, it's an open source, not an open source, a community driven um, platform to uh, display world records. So if uh, someone hits a world record, they can hop on and type it in themselves and put the record in and the record's there. And then if somebody breaks that record, that person or someone else can go in and put that record there. And the previous record holder will still be shown. So so it does a few things. It's going, it's going to give us historical uh, records so we can see ourselves getting stronger over time. And you know, you can even go in right now and put records from the 70s if you want, whatever you want. So we can see the weight classes over time, you'll be able to compare weight class to weight class. Like you could say, holy shit, the 90 kilo men now are stronger than the the world's strongest men competitors of the 80s, stuff like that. L lots of cool stuff that can happen. But um, the, the, the other things uh, that it will do are remove um, the gatekeepers. And I don't mean gatekeeper in a bad word, as in a bad way. I just mean literally. Like um, let's say for a while it was Kale Beck, I think, right? Um, keeping track of records. So you might say, um, well, shit, what's, the, I want to break a record. What's the record. And even just recently, as little as like a year or so ago, someone texted me in the middle of a show and said, Hey, what's the 80 kilo, uh, record for this. And I was like, I don't fucking know, dude. And, and, you know, somebody goes, Oh, I know what it is. Hold on. So I have to text somebody and they send me an Instagram post. And I send that person is, I say this, I think this yeah. is it. And then, and then we've, I've, I've been in chats before where somebody's like, this is the record. And somebody goes, no, 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 this is the record. And like, oh, that is two pounds heavier. Holy shit. I didn't know. I didn't even know that existed. So if you have someone that's like just documenting records themselves, well, first of all, they need to know that the record exists. Mm -hmm. Secondly, they need to have the time to do it. So it's not updated right away. And, and it's just like a, a, a job that can be gotten wrong or and not for any reason, just because if it's just one person keeping track of all the shit, that's a lot of shit to keep track of. Um, so it, it gets, it gets rid of that. Now, anyone who has a record can go throw it. Right. Um, the other thing that we're working on is, uh, a way to sort of address all the stuff that we're talking about now. And I think, and I really hope it's the best way to sort of, um, her, uh, corral the fucking herd. What do, like, what do you do if there's a bunch of cows and get them to go in the same direction? Wrangle, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Wrangle, yeah, heard. <laughs> fucking, I don't know, dude. Uh, is without telling people what to do, so it, it's we'll let people do whatever they want. Essentially, if you got the record, boom, I don't give a shit. Post it on the site as long as there's video, that can be the record. But we're working on a, a places for you to upload a video of your weigh-in, a place to upload a video of you weighing the weight or measuring the height of a platform, right? Because sure, maybe that platform is, you know, uh, Benjamin was saying this earlier, like 48 inches, but we've got two horse stall mats. Now it's an inch and a half lower than what it actually was. So I need to see that weighed. Well, I don't need to see it weighed, but the more you have 
the um, and we haven't figured out if it's like a grading or a rating or whatever, but the record will have some sort of thing that lets you know how much information was given to it. So if so, if there is a place that we're all looking at and we all agree, hey, this is the place that we look at for records, I can always go in here and be pretty sure that it's up to date because, I mean, people's egos will, I mean, dude, when I won OSG in 2019, I don't think I'd even got my award before I had already updated my Instagram profile, right? Bio said, world's workers, man. <laughs> I did that right away. Yeah. So, you know, if, um, if, if we have something like this, you're going to put your record up right away. So you, if you know that's going to happen and we all agree, this is the place to look for it. And you know that that ratings there, then you might take the time to say to the promoter, Hey, I need to get a video of myself weighing in or your buddy. Hey, I need to get a video of this being weighed. You know what I mean? Um, and then it takes a little bit of that onus, like we're talking about off of the promoter, puts it onto the athlete in a, in a way, because, you know, unless they don't give a shit, maybe they don't care about this sort of stuff. And that's fine too. You know, it'll just be on the site and it'll say, you know, whatever C minus rating or 76% tomato or whatever the fuck we decide to yeah. do, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, there are a ton of other things that we're working on on the back end to just continually release um, value to to the strongman community. But I, I I really think that this is a way. I'll go on the tiniest rant ever. It's probably not going to be tiny. I talk too much. But <laughs> not 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 too long ago, there were a group of people who were very vocal on Instagram. And I don't know if we all consume the same stuff. I don't know what people consume. I don't consume much strongman content, but I did get this thrown on my face. And it was all about, you know, um, hey, if you don't like the sport, you need to change it. And if you're not doing something to change it, you can't complain. Stop complaining. You should stop complaining if you don't do something about it. I'm out here trying to change things and you guys are complaining like it's not good enough, yada, yada, yada. You, you know, and that's kind of the vibe of strongman in general. Well, hey, look, I disagree. I think that every single thing, every single one of us does contributes to the history of the sport. It's such a young sport. 100 years from now, everything that we've done will be like the building blocks of the sport. The complaints, the complaints included. I think complaining is still part of the conversation. You can still say, I don't like this, well, but we'll do something about it. Well, fuck you. I've got a kid. I've got two kids and three jobs and I do this for fun. I should still be able to say, this isn't right. I don't agree with it and not have to like make it my life. I don't think that's fucking fair. I think every single one of us, I, I like to think of it as like art. We're all creating this like beautiful masterpiece and we all get a say in how it's done. Like maybe somebody wants to do some graffiti over here. I want to do fine art over here. We're all just doing brushstrokes, you know, every time we compete, here. every time. Yeah. He's dancing, you know, it's, it's a, yeah, uh, like a movement piece. So every meal we eat, every time we train, like I think about all of this stuff as like energy that's output into the universe that goes into this one thing we do. And we are necessarily all changing it and driving it in a direction together. So I, I think that the standardizations that will emerge are the ones that as a community we all agree on either explicitly or implicitly eventually yeah. without a doubt without a doubt and that's it oh so no 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 not at all yeah no it's just 100 percent like oh, oh no i was saying i was saying not uh, i was saying to benjamin it's not malicious what'd you say andrew oh oh i was saying that helps shape our attitude as a collective too Yes. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. The oh, way, so, look at, so going uh, back to like Donnan's lift, right? Ben, you mentioned at the beginning of the, the podcast, right? T looking at giving the scrutiny to Donnan's lift, right? Our attitude about it is um, more so around the circumstances 
of the lift itself, of the accomplishment, of the achievement, not necessarily the the lift. I mean, it was yeah. still a beautiful clean, a beautiful press, just magnificent. Exactly. He stood on one foot with 352 right. yeah. over, I mean, outstanding. But our attitude and perspective on the, the optics around it, that's, I think, one right. of the things that this process will allow us all to change as a community. Well, ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Deadlifting 800 pounds is no small feat as a guy of our size, you know, but there's yeah. a couple other people in the world, Richard Molnar and CJ Krause that were also on par to hit that as well, you know, and in training, they're doing well, but yeah. you know, they're sitting there making weight cuts that have prevented both of them from getting to that level, you know, right. then you see kind of the one-off thing in his gym. He got a nice warm up on his own, you know, kind of whatever he wanted to do and then put bumper plates on it to make the bar more whippy. Like we know what well, makes even on wagon easier. wheels. Yeah. Wagon yeah. Wheels. I don't, I don't agree with the easier. wagon wheels because <laughs> traditionally that would be an Apollon axle clean and press, right? Exactly. But in Apollon uh, axle clean and press, the wheels are fixed. They're welded. Yeah. fixed. They don't spin. That makes a big difference. And that Apollon axle was like 400 pounds. Like that was the Apollon axle, you know, Back yeah. when they had the Husafel, it was like the Husafel and the Denny Stones, you know, like those were the ones that you had to lift. You know, we've got all these different yeah, implements yeah. now. And like you can order five fucking Husafels from online that says, oh, these are 100 pounds. But there could be fluctuation from 10 to 12 pounds between all these up or down, you know. So, yep. yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like I don't know if it's like a standardization, but holding higher standards to the athlete to like meet the, the, you know, the requirements on this platform that Tommy's talking about. Again, it's an ego thing. Like I want to, you know, again, I, we got uh, the USS uh, Willie out to officiate my lift. I weighed in at 176, made sure everything was filmed. I mean, wanted to leave no doubts in anybody's mind because of me making sure that no one could say that that wasn't my fucking record and I didn't earn it, you know? So I, I think everybody should do that. And that's the perfect way to kind of bring it all to that, to that yeah. level, you know? On some of the points you just made, Ben, I got a question for Tommy. Um, one, what's what's the name of this to site to come? But two, on this uh, sort of criteria list that helps influence this person's score or indicator of um, success or recognition, um, one, um, would there be an appropriate place for judging, right? Do you get better points if it's a, an external judge or an unbiased judge or if you had two or three judges? Uh, and then my other question is, are you going to account for record lifts? And maybe this is a separate topic. Are you going to account for record lifts that happen individually and not inside of a contest, a full contest? Great questions. First, it's called Waitlist, and it's at waitlist.org. Wait spelled like W-E-I-G-H-T. Yeah, I'm a clever son of a bitch. Yeah, you are. Uh, so <laughs> waitlist.org. Um, right now it's password protect protected. Um, we, we built it from the ground up just in spare time over the last year. Well, I say we, I didn't, I don't know CSS or Java or JavaScript or anything, so I didn't do shit, but, um, you know, we, uh, so if, if anyone listening does want the password, uh, just DM me and I will give you the password. You can hop on, you can mess with it, try to mess it up. Um, add some records I, i've only gotten like one or two on there right now anyway it needs to it needs to get filled out and i need a lot of feedback uh because we we do want to to fix any bugs and make it as good as possible before we like truly release it and start using it uh but anyone that wants the password just dm me and i'll give you the password you can fuck around i don't care um yes on the second point yes we are looking at judges uh and we're looking at 
So we're working on a lot of things like you can have your own profile and your records would be attached to your profile. Um, and you could either be an athlete or a judge or an athlete and a judge. Um, you can say who the judge was in your competition. You, you do put that in. Um, I, I guess you don't necessarily need to, but you know, if, uh, you know, Magnus is, is doing it or something, or big Z is your judge. You're going to fucking write that they were your judge. And you know, someone like that, I guess you would just assume that they're a good judge. It's not necessarily true. I've seen some soft calls from some pretty big names and that's fine. But, um, there we do like, maybe we want to have like, Oh, I, I hate things like Yelp and rating things like this. So we're trying to strike a nice balance. But if we see that a judge, like there's this judge, this one judge has done 30 records that are on this platform and they've all been like judged to be soft. Well, that judge maybe gets a lesser rating and the better judge you have, or maybe if you have, that's a great, I never thought of that two or three judges that all agree. Maybe that's something that, that would get you, uh, you know, more points or whatever we want to call it. Um, and the last thing if it's done individually or in competition, personally, I've never cared about that. I know Brian Shaw thinks a world record has to be done in competition. He doesn't believe in one-offs. Um, well, Carrie Shaw told me that because I, I emailed her a while back asking if I could like break a world record at the Shaw Classic, and she was like, mm, Brian doesn't really believe in that sort of thing. Mm. Um, so, it, you know... Um, what is his opinion worth? You know, I don't know. To some, it might be worth more than others. Uh, I personally don't care. I, I think a record is a record. Ultimately, world records are not what Strongman is about. I don't think, you know, that isn't what we're about. But that's it, a great know, fuck point. It, why not? That's a great point. But like, like you said, Josh, you know, I think those little beacons of, of excellence or these beacons of performance can be, you, you know, like uh, to, to grow the sport the average person isn't going to be like, whoa, uh, look at this guy. He had a nine point lead going into the finals. You know, like somebody's be like, yeah. I don't understand strongman, but everyone understands some freakish one-off thing. Right. right? And to, to be able to show that around, I think is really nice. So I, I don't have a problem with, yeah. uh, with one-off lifts like that counted as records. I, well, how does everybody else feel about that? See, that's a good point. Like I, it taught me kind of like, cause I'm on the fence about that. I do. I think obviously it's more impressive. If you set a record in a show, right? Cause you did it with five, six, seven, eight events, whatever you did. I think that's obviously more impressive. Um, but I agree with Tommy's thought there. And I think anyone that is trying to be the best strong man possible is going to take winning a big show over breaking a record. In my opinion, like Andrew, if I asked you, you broke, there's no real records to break at the Arnold. I don't think because everything no. was reps and stuff, but if there was a record to be broken, I said, you could break that record or you could win the Arnold for the second time, but have your weight class. I would assume you would win the Arnold. Right. And I think a lot of our communities titles over records. hundred percent. Like Tommy, like record in sandbag toss that you already have kind of, and, or win OSG, what would you pick? Yeah, OSG every time. Right. So it's like, but I get what Tommy's saying about L those records do elevate the sport. So it is cool, like yeah. even in the one off. So that kind of gave me a different perspective than I was originally thinking. Yeah, I agree. So, I so what, what what about if we have uh like a little badge? Um, we're working on like badges. So like, you know, you could have like your records could have records, your records could have awards or something. And maybe 
uh, one of the badges is this has over a 90% rating. It's a great record. One of the badges could be this was done in competition. So a record in or outside of competition is still a record, but to recognize the actual yeah. feat that it was, which yeah, is, cool. you know, so I think too, like it's about if recognition, a, if it has a 21% rating or tomatoes or whatever you have on your, your, your <laughs> site, yeah. Uh, I think if it has that low of a rating, it's going to encourage people to look into it and question the validity of a lift, right? Because they're like, hey, man, all these other ones have 80%, 70%, 90%. Why does this have a 21%? And then they go look at it. They're like, oh, that's bullshit. Like, I'm going to hold these people. Yeah, absolutely. That's bullshit. Absolutely. So absolutely. I think that's really cool. And it gets more engagement. We're going to have to put a big breaking think- news, like edited thing before you're like, you just broke all that news, Tommy. That was just yeah. out of nowhere. And just like, <laughs> that was yeah. nice. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, we've, we've been we've been we've been working on it for a while, and it was like, when are we going to release it? And we want it to be better. And I told a couple people, and I was like, hey, give me some feedback. And it's a lot of work to to do feedback, but this makes way more sense. Fuck it, we'll just tell everybody, jump on it, and mess with it, and let me know. I'm gonna get the password first and go enter like a lift from like 2018 that I did and be an unofficial world record holder on this historic site. Be one of the first people. Well, you can put. I mean, I'm sure you can put a designation over state records, national records. That way, I mean, it's easy to have him in those in those places as well. Um, and and I think one of the things that when we talk about these records, going back to the question of value or worth, people who are looking at, from the outside the strongman community will tend to look at records because those are really good, um, easy, tangible numbers that people can relate to. And so do it with CrossFit. We do it with powerlifting. Uh, you do it with track and field, right? The, all these different um, sort of standard records, I think are very tangible to the outside community as well. So yeah. I think there there is a value in having that history like Tommy is yeah. designing. Let me just say though, I do, I want your guys thoughts on it real quick. Sorry not to cut you off, Ben, but I know you got something to say too, but I think state records should just be gone. They don't matter because there's two federations in every single state. Pennsylvania, for example, we have two Pennsylvania strongest men. Like there's, I have a, I have a Pennsylvania state record. Right. Like, (laughs) like, and like, for example, like there's an 18 inch record and in Pennsylvania and one promoter does it on a silver dollar, 18 inch. And one promoter does it on wagon wheels with 18 inch. And if you've done it, wagon wheels are harder in my way harder for me personally. Like I pulled over a thousand on a silver dollar setup because they're bullshit and you move them an inch. Yeah. It's not a real, you get a freaking Texas deadlift bar with a shit ton of whip and put these silver dollars on it. Yeah. You're pulling from 18, but like, you're moving a bar literally half an inch. Like, and I just think like, I'm not trying to sound like an elitist, but like the state records, like fog up the water that much more and confuse everything. I think it should be like a, like a, I don't know. I don't, our international friends don't have to deal with that nonsense. I don't think. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's cause, cause anyone like, like again, again, not to sound like an elitist state records. It's, it's like powerlifting. You know, I could find my dad's 63 years old, 62 years old. He never lifted a weight in his life. I could sign him up for a powerlifting meet in an odd subclass subdivision. He could be a three-time state record holder four with the total in and powerlifting. So it's not just different powerlifting federations. It's not just strongman. It's powerlifting too. I just think like, I hate to discredit people, but the state records just get so annoying whenever it's like, I'm going for a state. It's like, all right, 
So let's hear from Ben. Let's hear from Ben. Yeah, go ahead, Ben. Oh, no, I was, you know, Tommy definitely kind of pushed me over the fence on that one because I was on the fence about, you know, should world records be set in competition, not in these one-off situations. And the thing is, you know, you face the whole, okay, there's 15 guys. I got to get my warm-up in. Now I got to wait for all of them. My first opener is going to be heavier than theirs. Like maybe I'm the only one at the end trying to fight, you know, and I only have this long to wait in between my sets. So it makes it a little harder but, you know, I'm, I'm only good at pressing, so it's the first event, so I can't really, like, you know, argue with that. But, like, uh, was it uh, Daglish, Daglish, uh, Tim Daglish who did the 80K Atlas Stone? Um, he broke that as the sixth fucking event at the competition. You know, like, that is impressive, you yeah, know? That's cool. So that comes to the rating of it and stuff. So I do, I do, I am kind of like, okay, you know what? If there's record breakers, you know, maybe there's three events or something like that, you know, but there should be like almost everybody there for that record breaker, you know, like maybe, you know, to try to, to try to hit those, not just one person going for it, but in competition with that whole tomato rating and everything, it definitely, we know it's more impressive, you know? So, but again, the people just kind of on the outside looking in, they're like, Oh, world records. Cool. This is, Oh, wow. You know, that's impressive. So, I have kind of been pushed over the fence, Tommy. Thank you for uh, for uh, kind of enlightening sure. me there. The way you say things, you know, like, rolls off. Didn't the even mean to. Me right in the heart, didn't you know? even mean to. That's how good you are. <laughs> well, I, well, well, you you brought up you you brought up uh, something that that I uh, when you said the Deglish's stone lift that made me yeah. think of things uh, something. And this is something that I would be working on with the site is sort of finding. Um, essentially a board of directors, very well-respected people in the community that could like, we could all agree on some standards like, you know, uh, the diameter obviously of a diameter of a stone. If you're allowed to use a really loose belt, like a shelf to lift your stone, um, you know, yeah. our, our, our figure eight straps allowed, you know, uh, which I, mean, I think they should I'm be, but guy. hey, I don't give a shit. If everybody, if everybody thinks they shouldn't be, then that's fine. You know, I think it should go in the direction that everyone agrees in. But there are things like like this uh, equipment specifically that, um, you know, should a suited deadlift be considered different than a raw deadlift? I don't know. Maybe so. Uh, but, you know, that is a different that's not that is uh, that's like what equipment is allowed and that is like a sort of a subcategory of having a higher standard. I think like you can't wear yeah. seven belts and do something. Yeah. Right. Or you but. can have three different arm elbow sleeves on. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah, exactly. Perhaps, blah, blah, blah. I've, uh, I'm your guy. Cause I've already started working on a document to literally break that down. Holy shit. Well, I just started one the other day. So why don't we, Merge yeah. documents because you probably have way more than I do. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, so I, I um, mean, if, if you're an equipment person and you build implements and stuff, this could be a potential for someone to step up and say that our stuff is ooh. 100% on point. These are four world records. And that could be, you know, Arsenal. What's up? Like, are you, you know, like the, just ones that are specific for that. So that way promoters have those at their shows and they don't really have to worry too well, much about scary. that so that could be an open door for somebody out there making implements or tommy that could be a subclass of the uh odd objects you know <laughs> yeah. oh well th this this was not supposed to be an announcement and it's not an announcement but i it, this isn't a joke i am literally working on a prototype for a brand new implement so it, it's fucking crazy it's so silly but i it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be awesome it's going to be the same leap forward that happened when a deadlift bar came out from a stiff bar. That's all I'll say. Wow. All 
right. All right. <laughs> you, can, so you, you can come back. Order? You can come back on here and announce oh, it again whenever you hell yeah come back yeah. on. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll do that <laughs> if if it actually works. Yeah. Um, I, I want to. Oh, go ahead, Andrew. Oh, I was just going to say one of the other things when we talk about, you know, talking about doing just these one off record breakers um, is the hosting of it. Right. And so we have some people who have broken these records when it's most convenient for them at the venue that they've designed. Yeah. Using the equipment that deadlifting deadlifting at your own gym, at your own pace is always going to be easier and more comfortable than doing it at a contest and a place you're not familiar with. Do we put pressure on the recognized um, federations or promoters to be the ones to be the proper host uh, to to have these types of things? Or do we allow it to just kind of like happen one off? Right. You know, like Chaos Classic is going to be doing the heavyweight women's deadlift record. And I think Luke is somebody I can 100 percent trust um, as a as a promoter, as a sponsor, as an event uh, venue to do it properly. Um, but do we only allow it to happen at those types of venues? Well, I, I say a, it can, I can happen anywhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Luke, Luke and I mentioned think, on a podcast with the, uh, world's strongest opinion guys. And he, you know, he's broken a world record at a one-off competition for deadlifts, but he does feel like they should be done in a show in a competition. So mm-hmm. that was kind of the last that I heard from him. Cause I mean, he had the, the Welsh, open deadlift world record at like 925 you know and gab bilton stepped up and broke it but you know there's those things where it's like you go to those record shows and it's like yeah that was the one at the giants live where like six dudes pulled over a thousand or whatever half of them were like lazy ass lockouts and stuff you know yeah but you know when you pull up to a comp and you're like you pick that log up and you're like oh, that doesn't quite feel like it you know but a thing it's like okay the promoter said it they gave me the down call they did whatever it's not on the athlete you know so I think uh, Tommy's platform is going to hold the athletes a little bit more accountable, you know, and not leave it up to the promoters and stuff. We can hold the promoters to a standard, but a lot of the times they kind of want, they just want to see something fucking cool happen at their show. You know, like right. the 80 kg clash, we use the same axle that I trained with at my gym. Um, and it's, I know it's 33.2 pounds, you know, it's not 35, but they just rounded it up, you know, but that's because Furman just wanted shit to happen. You know, it's just one of those things. So, um, a lot of the time it's going to take the athletes stepping up uh, and taking on their own roles and not leaving it up to uh, the promoters 100% making their own scrutiny. So that way you hit Tommy's platform and you're not getting a low, low uh, tomato rating or whatever it may be, you know. So <laughs> I think to... that's going to be a great thing to, to bring everybody up to that standard, you know, not standardizing it, but bringing up higher standards, you know. Yeah, the only thing that I'm against with the world records is I think literally having one person like 580 barbell host Andrew Hanus to break the axle clean press world record for 80 kilo. And it's just <laughs> Andrew in my gym and he's going at his own pace and doing whatever the hell yep. he wants unlimited attempts. I think there needs to be like, I don't know what that number is that you value it is, but like when Thor went up and just kind of like deadlifted. And his oh, own gym. Yeah. I mean, I oh, get it. COVID. It was they eat him alive. Like it was COVID. <laughs> it was a weird time. We were all kind of screwed up. But like, yeah. it, I think it rubbed a lot of people wrong just because we all know what it's like to be in your own gym and go at your own pace. It's a lot easier than going up and just doing it like impressive feet regardless. But you guys know what I'm saying? Like, I think yeah. there needs to be other people. Yeah. So I, 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 let me just be clear about when I say, I think it should be allowed to happen. I do think you should be, you can be your own gym with your own equipment at your own pace, whatever, but 60 second time limit. 
it's not unlimited attempts. It's not all this other shit. Like when it starts, it starts. And when it's done, it's done. You know, I, I, I was at a show once um, where someone was trying something and they missed it and they tried again and they missed. And the promoter was like, dude, we'll stay here all day until you get this. And I was like, will we? That doesn't, yeah. what about, so what's to keep us from staying till next month? You know, like, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think, uh, personally, and you know, this, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just stating my opinion. I think it's fine if you're the only one, if the whole show is for you, if you get to go at your own pace, warm up how you like it, if it's you at your gym, all that stuff. But once the time starts, the time starts. And that's, that's the, the thing that is holding, that's the thing that's keeping everything equivalent, essentially. Um, across competitions obviously it is easier at your own gym it's easier at your own pace it's it's nice um i mean personally i perform really well under pressure so i don't need to be at my own gym it doesn't make a difference to me um but i I could understand that it would be easier for some other people and and one person did reply i posted a question box about some shit and somebody was like you shouldn't be allowed to be at your own gym you shouldn't be allowed to use your own equipment and i was like you why shouldn't you be allowed to and he was like well because it something about cheating and i was like oh so you're saying it's easier to cheat if you're well yeah of course i agree that you shouldn't be allowed to cheat (laughs) you know like cheating should not be allowed but all things being equal uh you know time uh place and circumstance uh, to me are irrelevant as long as uh yeah the the platform is also open to other competitors oh yes sure Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. I, I don't know that. I don't know that you should be only allowed to have one person. I was just saying, if there happens to be only one person, that's sure. Different. That's different. I agree. See, yeah, now yeah. I agree with that. But, but okay, I got you. You know, weigh in the implements, video weigh-ins, all yep. that needs to be consistent. You know, um, and yeah, there should be other people like invited. But what do you guys think about like Wessel's rules? You know, like should you be able to fail it and then attempt again, or if you you got three attempts and if you fail one, you're out. You know, with the sixty uh, seconds. I don't really in care about that. I mean, the Wessels rules were always kind of weird to me. And I don't know if that's just because I've done a lot of powerlifting uh, as well. And that just seems like a disadvantage to the lifter and a, an advantage for the promoter to just get through athletes. Yeah, I think if if you – I say no Wessels rules, unlimited attempts. If – hear me out. If there are two people going back and forth, I deadlift, I break – this other guy's like, well, fuck it. I got to break the record now. I'm going to break that record. And then they break it. And we go back and forth, chipping each other to eternity. One yep. of us is going to fail. And, right. So I don't care. You don't get only three lifts. Uh, Andrew, so, were you at that USS Worlds that. in 2019? Were you at that USS Worlds in 2019? Yes. Yes. That so was I, 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 right? We were all there. Yeah. And, and I, I pulled 680. Um, yep. and, I, and it was like really quick and easy. Uh, and I played it safe. I think I could have done more, but it was Wessel's rule. So it was my third attempt. So I just did that. Yeah. I wish I, it could have been like, fuck it, dude, try for more. Oh, like, right. why couldn't I have another go up? Because if, it, but the, the other thing is, uh, you don't need three attempts to, to fail a lift. If you fail, I, I think maybe once in my, yeah. dude, yeah, I, I think yeah. once in my life, if I seen somebody fail a max deadlift, and come back and hit it it's like once oh, it's yeah. not going up it's never oh. you've used it all it's done <laughs> so I think, realistically we're trying to max the athlete out not limit him. right yeah right? yeah so yeah 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 wessel's rules as a promoter 
at Wessels Rolls for a local competition or just like a not we're, our topic today is world records. So I think if you put a limit on attempts, you are cheating the viewers or the competitors out of something really great. Like Tommy mentioned, he might've been able to pull 715 that day, he pulled 680, but he's capped. Cause it's like, Oh, that sucks. I know like this year I had the biggest FOMO ever. Cause I didn't qualify for clash and I was watching you guys and I'm watching Tommy Lavelle throw a sandbag. And I'm like, Holy shit, this guy might be able to throw this over like 25 feet. And yep. I get, you know, and it's like, we only get to see it because he's so much better at throwing than everyone else there. No offense, Benjamin. He's way better than throwing than me, too. So it's like, dude, he sat but, in the fucking stands for right. the first 10 minutes of that event, just chilling dude, with his yeah, sunglasses like, on. Dude. He's like, how high is it now? Yeah. Is it? Like, it's, it's yeah. like, I'm, props? I'm watching from home as a true like fan. And obviously I'm biased because it's my class, but like my favorite class and watching one of the best athletes ever do it. And I'm like, you're not going to let this guy throw over like, freaking a skyscraper right now because he can like it's so it's like such a it was such a bummer right but like you know that that pissed off a lot of the community yeah Berman was trying to meet the adl live standards he had the 105k show and they need to recognize what the people want i don't care if it's ADL live or espn or yeah yeah and and they may you know stand down to to defend raising the bar to defend it, they may have literal contract standards that they have to meet. So I get that. There's stuff that I may not see. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. But, like, that does suck for for the viewer. I'll, I'll yeah. say, like, what I, my whole point was, like, in a local show, you got to put mm-hmm. – I have I have documentation. I can't remember if it's 27 or 33, but it's one of those two numbers. Uh, we had unlimited attempts in a deadlift. And a lady took, like, 27 attempts on a deadlift because it was 10-pound jumps. And, like, she won the event after like four deadlifts and just kept going. She's the only, there's one or her, only her or her and one other. And like, she was just doing it to be funny. And it literally extended the show like an hour and like a half because of her. So she kind of sucks like for sure, but that's inappropriate. Like, <laughs> like that's, you know, that's different. I mean, if that yeah. was world's strongest man, or if that was rogue invitational, they would have kept the camera exactly. rolling. They would have kept the exactly. bar going up. Yeah, because they know that that's what the people but want, and it's yeah. viewership first, right? I when think, you're talking about the exposure, yeah, we want we want the athletes to do the best, but when we want spectators, we want to drive an audience to continue to watch. We want to see shit like that. Right. To only provide it at the most elite levels for the open weight classes is it's a shame. Yeah, and it's a missed opportunity. Well, the the sports yeah. getting the sports in a better spot right now, I think, than it's ever been. Just from an athlete, I mean, that's just how sports evolve, right? You get stronger and it gets better and better. That's how it's supposed to be. So I think yeah. these rules that we've had since God knows when, like a Wessels rule, has been catered to that original strongman, uh, you know, foundation or yeah. whatever the outline mm-hmm. of a strongman show. But now that it's new shows and there's pro shows and there's osg and everything like this we want to see we want the viewers to see the best of strongman so i think that's the best way to kind of sum it up and you know circling way back because we we kept talking and and i I just wrote this down real quick tommy i don't know how long ago it was now on this episode was talking about people you know they're critical of strongman right and everyone's like well if you don't like it fuck you change it do that I think that's the wrong way to look at it because if we want strongman to keep growing, which we all do, right? And we forget that it's such a niche thing still, and we're so much smaller than everything. Um, we need to get to that mindset where we're going to have critics. Athletes need to learn how to act like athletes. Like you're going to have fans or critics 
and people talking shit online. And I think a lot of people can't handle that. Now there's all these strongman podcasts. I have one, like you need to be able to act, you know, like an athlete. If you want to be a pro athlete, not everyone has to be a pioneer of the sport, just hearing a critic, you know, that's a sign that the sport's growing. So I thought that was a really good point that Tommy had that not everyone has to be a pioneer of the sport. That's an old way of thinking. Not everyone wants to be a pioneer. Kid, people have kids. People have jobs. People have like they can just be a fan or a critic, yeah. you know. So I, I feel like world records should definitely be open to just seeing what the athlete can do, you know, not limiting them on attempts and shit. I definitely felt like I got beat by the Wessels rule because I was like, oh, should I drop that first one? But that first one, I was like, okay, I knew exactly what I did wrong, but I had sixty seconds to try to do it again, you know, and try to clean a three forty barbell or axle two times was just, you know it wasn't feasible but like tommy said like he bro you went you went down on that fucking knee like a champ I oh i saw i was gonna say that bury yourself under it and i was just too but if i yeah. had more chance you know just like you did on that deadlift like you want to see what the person's capable of not how they fit into that standard box of well this is you know this is your attempts that you've got to pick you know 20 pound jumps whatever i think with world records it should be open like that i limited right. attempts get it done. Like you said, if you can't do it, you're not going to do it. You know? Right. So, and yeah. I think, I think one thing that strongman has got caught up in, I think in these last two years, and I'm curious your guys thoughts on it is running a show super fast. And I think running a show super fast is good, but I think running it smooth is better. Like, I, I don't think it's cool to be like, I ran this show in two hours when it's like you could run it in four and it'd be a way better experience for the athletes, way better experience for the spectators and, you know, not um, hurt the safety, the viewership, every all the above. So I think it's like people get in that habit now. It's like, oh, I ran this show in this, this, this. It's like, OK, yeah, well, it kind of sucked. So <laughs> that's cool. Like you got home by dinner time, but. You know, that's what everybody says. Yeah, it was done by three o'clock. Like it's a fucking accomplishment. Or yeah, something. like none <laughs> of us want to be there at 9 p.m. And we've all been we've, everyone in here has been involved in the sport long enough in a capacity where you've been to that horror show where it, you're there at 8 p.m. or whatever. And it's like, holy shit, that sucked. Yeah. I'm not saying it has to be that. I'm saying find a middle ground where it's like, yeah, like this show didn't suck for the athletes and they were able to perform at the highest and give the best of the viewership and all, all the above. So curious on your guys' thoughts on that too, you know? Well, should that limit well, well, the well, number I, of I, athletes? What's that? Per show? Does that limit the number of athletes per show? Well, I, I think the number of athletes should be limited by your ability to run a show smoothly. Yep. If you've got 19 lanes and 30 judges, have fucking 600 athletes. Who cares? Right. Paul Mauser always told me, you know, the, the first thing, I always told him, like, why don't you have more people to shows? Because he was, I don't know if you guys know Paul, he's West he's Virginia, great. announces all the Strongman Corp shows, everything great. He just been in Strongman longer than anyone. And I was lucky enough, my first show was him and it got me hooked on Strongman. And his shows would sell out in a day, like yeah. a literal day. And I'm like, why don't you, you know, have... 120 athletes instead of 75 and he says not just because you can get that many doesn't mean you should and that always resonated with me as a promoter to look at myself and say okay how realistically how many volunteers do i have what's my event space look like what do my implements look like and just top to bottom logistically cool yeah i could sell 400 people but is it going to suck for tommy who shows up and does it is it going to suck for andrew but you know like that always resonated with me. So that's a good point. Too. I, I, 
I think the obsession with running a show quickly uh, doesn't show the respect to the athletes who train for months for this thing. It's like, listen, dude, we trained for months and months and months for this. Let it take as long as it needs. And, and I mean, obviously, yeah, being efficient, you, like you made a good point, being efficient is is the is the name of the game. But, you know, I've talked about this before. It's like, dude, every rules meeting I've ever been in, it's like the show hasn't even started and I already feel like I'm in trouble. You know, they're like, if you do this, you're out. If you do this, don't do this. We're running smooth. We want to get you guys out of here. It's like, yeah. why, dude? I fucking drove in from out of town. I did a wait. Could I took a day off work? I trained for fucking three months. I, it's okay if we're here for an hour and a half longer than you want to be. Right. Uh, you know, um, but that's it. That's all yeah, I got to say. Well, about that. Yeah. Let me just say, like, I was at a show a couple weeks ago and I had to stop. It wasn't my competition. I was there as a helper, state chair, whatever. And I had to stop the show three separate times because it was like uh, the super heavies, the heavier guys didn't even get a chance to warm up on an implement. And this is something I want to say, like, I want your guys thoughts on this, that old school mentality that I've hated since I started strongman in 2017, 2018, whenever it was, has always been, Oh, we don't warm up in strongman. We're tough. Like we, like, why don't we warm up? Like, I think that's kind of stupid. Like I think those that, are the guys with all the injuries now that can't fucking right. move or walk and stuff. But it's like, like you said earlier, Josh, oh, well, it should be more, more scrutiny, more standards to who's running the shows, you know, right. like um, our state chair here does a great job of getting it done fast but everything is efficient and smooth, you know, like it just, it works really well. And they're about to host nationals this next year, USS nationals. Oh, that's cool. So they, they only do 50 people this last time they opened up to like 65, then they're going to run a show that's got like a hundred just to see how they can uh, adjust to the amount. But you know, they run it smooth. Nobody gets hurt. Everything works well, you know, and that's where, you know, I think that's where it comes down to like, you know, if you're doing a local comp, you know, there should be a little bit more, uh, scrutiny on the who's promoting it's, it and who's running it and if you do a bad job well you know i mean you gotta maybe you shouldn't be running shows you know yeah it's just it's that's that's a great great point it's always blown my mind that it and tommy kind of just said it but i pay say andrew's running a show i pay him a hundred price is now a hundred hundred twenty dollars to do a show and i also pay a membership fee and then and then I'm going to go and willingly just let him treat me like a piece of shit. It's like, they should be kissing my feet when I get there. That's what I can yeah. do with my, like, if you choose Athlete us to do a show, like people think it's cheesy and stuff, but I really like, I wear that as like a badge of honor. If you, you're spending hundred plus dollars to come take a day off work, come do our contest. Like I'm so appreciative of that. And I'm going to try to treat you like gold at my show. And it's so yeah. many of these, com these uh, promoters are like, just treating you like shit and you spent hundreds yeah, really of do. dollars to do this show. It's like, where do we push back and be like, fuck you? Like, dude, I'm paying you money. You're not like, well, you just don't go to those dude shows anymore. I'll, I'll say two things. One, I, I don't really warm up, so I don't give a shit if people warm up personally. I, I barely warm up. <laughs> at doesn't all. Warm up I, I'm, I do a lot of moving and that's important, but you know, whatever. Um, Second, we're not talking about world records anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I was, was just going to say, we're, we, we kind of went true. I was supposed to be the moderator. Tommy was worried about yeah, what happened. Happened. <laughs> Okay. So, but when you talk about warm ups for yeah. world records, right? So, like, you got to have yeah. something for those athletes, and you just got to, you got to think about safety. It first. goes, it goes back to giving a shit. 
I think I talked to Andrew literally two weeks about it ago. If, if someone comes to me and asks me, what show should I do? I, I look at the promoter and I say, does this promoter give a shit? And if they give a shit, then yeah, the show is probably going to be good. That's how I always judge a show. But let's get back to world records. because hey, do, do you think it's a good idea if you, if you promote a show through my site? Um, oh, I, maybe I gave a cat out of the bag. Yeah, eventually we're trying to do that. Yes. So whatever. Yes. I won't I talk about it too much. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's for the future. Don't ignore that. But what about, like, like I said, I fucking hate Yelp and, and ratings, things like that. But, you know. I, I think it should. It would be nice if people saw that a promoter just hosts terrible fucking shows, or another promoter hosts amazing shows. You know that that should be that should be visible somewhere. I mean, no, nobody likes trolls, and a lot of people are just fucking pricks, and they yeah. might yeah. like this place. This place sucked. They only gave me two pieces of free pizza. You know, like right. oh, what? That's, that's <laughs> yeah, amazing. Get, you got free pizza, right? You'll get people that are just salty. Like, unfortunately, at the amateur level, because they didn't perform well. And they weren't a fan of the way you ran a show. It may not necessarily be a bad way, but it may be. Yeah, it's a bad idea. From, yeah. But <laughs> no, I, I do like that, though. But you may get some like just salty people that got yeah. zero events. But I have two topics I want to talk about with the world record still and get your guys thoughts. So um, what records, how do we decide what lifts and what standards go with each record? Does a man... Is, is the 80 kilo record a 35 bag for max height? Is an Atlas Stone 48? Awesome, inches? awesome question. Yep. So well, I've actually I've actually done um, some work. I've done a lot of work and I can share a fucking insane work done physics spreadsheet that someone made for me just for uh, sandbag to height. What I figured out is after all this work and talking to a lot of people and some dudes who like love physics, um, you just multiply the weight times the height and the bigger, bigger, the number wins. It, it's, I mean, I was like, but what about parabolas and like, you know, nine meters per second per second or whatever gravity is. Um, well, Andrew, you're in the air force. You should know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, oh, well, whatever. But uh, you, you know, so for that one specifically, cause I was like, I was like, well, I guess over time, well, first of all, sandbag to height is not a normal record. Like that's the first time I've ever really seen that or considered it to be a record. And it's only because I did it and I care about it. But, you know, I was assuming, well, over time, uh, the weight will come out and it'll be that. And we'll be like, oh yeah, 35 is the weight for 80 kilo men. And then 20 years from now, it's like, actually it's 40 now and whatever. But for that one specifically, it's just what I figured out. And you know, I can, if anyone wants to argue or explain more to me, just DM me. Um, but it's just weight times height and, and that number wins out. Uh, but I think just like with everything else, um, oh, there also is a space on the site to request a new event be added to the records list. So we, uh, there, there are going to be some very standard things like deadlift, obviously, you know, log, obviously, stone, whatever. And then maybe there'll be another section. It's like these are sort of records that we're sort of testing out to see if anybody cares about. Um, I think anything, any anything can be a record. It doesn't matter. With your um, also, and then oh, do you have a do you have a separate do you have two separate records on a bag toss if it's a rogue bag versus a surface bag or that's where sand versus crumb, rubber crumb you're jumping ahead to my next question but Sorry. yeah uh, i i well for that one i don't think so because i've thrown enough bags and they, to me they all feel about the same uh but uh, something like height for atlas stone those yeah. heights have sort of 
those heights have been sort of decided. It's 48 inches for men and it's 44 inches for women. That just is sort of that just see, but I it, see a lot of the records we're on. And yeah, I yeah. see a lot of 52 now for men. 52. Like, yeah. I see I a see ton of 52. But not, not, not for a world record, not for that's, a world record. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. In competition, absolutely. And, and as far as like, I, I think there could be a stone run considered a world record because at OSG, it's always the same. How Giants Live has, mm-hmm. it's like a the Giants Live world record because like they just Hercules do the same stone run every stuff time. Like that. Like oh. they have it. They have it. That's a good point. It's always the same thing. Right. And and you would need to be on that implement or that thing. So there could be an OSG world record for Stone Run because it's the same time every year or the yeah, same thing Andrew. every year. And, and I know I know Andrew uh, uh, agrees with that one because yeah, he yeah, I was going to say congrats on your world record. breaking that record. I'm sorry. I'm, I was disappointed that nobody could even lift the <laughs> stone. That was embarrassing for our weight class. Dude. I was, I, I, I could, I ran out of time. I didn't know that I was that short on time. Unbelievable. <laughs> and so, I tried to one motion. I tried to one motion the fourth stone for no fucking reason. Well, so to, to your point about OSG records and so forth, one thing that I, I wanted to bring up and I forgot until you kind of uh, kindled my fire a little bit, but Highland games has um, field records for each of the events. Right. And so you can have a field record depending on where you are, uh, at that event, which takes place traditionally in the same place over years. And they go into such detail that there's there's actual historical records on what the weather was like that day as well. And so um, about field records, we could do that with OSG, with um, Arnold and all of these like PS um, pumpkin spice latte, <laughs> all these things we can, we can do those specific field day records or whatever. Something yeah, it's cool. That. Yeah, I, that, that is an awesome idea. I think I think we should absolutely do that. And and if I don't know what your retention rate is on these episodes, but if anyone's still listening, please send me any website that sounds anything like what I'm talking about. It, like yeah. Andrew referenced Highland Games, we should absolutely look to other sports for inspiration. And if there's anything that you're like, well, these guys do this, and that's kind of fucking cool. I'm open to anything because, like I said, this isn't Tommy posting the records that Tommy agrees with. Right. I just, I, my name's, my name's not even on it. Uh, it's just, I just want it to be a place where everyone gets a say and I'm willing to do anything that is a good idea, not just my idea. Right. And I would say like, we've talked about so many good topics on this pod and I have no idea how long it is. This is probably an hour 15, at least right now, but we've had episodes longer, but there, I would like, I would really like everyone tells you to go comment on YouTube videos for the algorithm and shit, but I would really like if people would actually comment on this video on the YouTube instead of DMing, because I would like to see what people actually think. Maybe we think way differently than people. And we're just four guys that think similarly and are agreeing. Like I like to have four of us because to try to disagree, but we haven't disagreed a lot. I would like to see what does the outside viewer think of these records? Think how it should be hosted all the above. Like, what do you think? Well, what them. do you, well, what do you think? I, cause I forgot that I was going to do this and I didn't know if I wanted to do it and all yada, yada, yada. What do you guys think about maybe me starting a discord channel? Uh, for weight for wait list, and then it could be like I could have a different little room or whatever the fuck they're called for like stones, and everybody could talk about stones. And w- yeah. would you guys, do you guys, do you guys have Discord? Do you care about uh, it? Yeah, I've actually have, been yeah. using it with um with another 
group, um, Joey Zatmary started a discord for oh, yeah. his, um, his community out in Colmar, but he also has athletes all around the country and whatnot. And discord has been a wonderful transition away from Facebook groups. And I actually really enjoy it. Conversations are a lot better on there too. Yeah. I have one with, okay. Andy. So, oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, I'll, I'll, I'll then fuck it. I'll start one and I'll send Josh the link and then you can post the link with this uh, video Sweet. Uh, or wherever, wherever, yeah. and then everybody can jump on and uh, chew me out about whatever yeah. you want. Boom. That's a good idea. Um, <laughs> cool. So my last topic is how do we decide what equipment we kind of alluded to it earlier, what equipment a world record can be broken on. So I know an issue in powerlifting has been equipment and equipment. I'm saying supportive gear in powerlifting because powerlifting is easier barbell, yeah. But it has gone. I don't want strongman to turn into a rich man and woman sport where it's just like, okay, this person may not have the best equipment, but they're spending the most money with these federations so that we can only use theirs. But how do we decide what equipment we allow and don't allow to use for a world record? I think tradition has already done that for us. Yeah. Well, like CJ Pierce, CJ Pierce had a really good post and he's one of the best pressers in the world. Circus dumbbells, some people are getting away with making them a little more advantageous than they need to be where you're grabbing a literal handle yeah. that is the size of a Texas power bar and you're yeah. pressing it. Yeah. Everyone knows that's easier. And then the guy that is pressing, you know, across the country is using a damn three inch handle, you know? So it's yeah, like, that's what, yeah, I and got, got three I got wrist damn. wraps on, on top right. of that. It's like Mike Bardos may make the best equipment, but if he doesn't want to spend $50,000 on annual basis for his log to be used at world record breaking events. We're just saying, okay, well, we're not going to use a Bardos log or a, you know, we're going to use this Titan rackable log that's bent, you know, like, so I, I think there just need to be some sort of range uh, of a, of a standard, like on a circus dumbbell, if it's a woman, it's got to be 10 inches or larger. If it's a man, it's got to be 12 inches or larger uh, two inches or bigger of a handle. Like you, you can make it harder, right? Who cares? Yeah. Uh, but if you, the point is like you're saying, if you had, I mean, yeah, if I found out someone did a circus dumbbell with a tiny, like regular barbell handle, people found out about that. Like, fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) It's happening. Well, it's like, it (laughs) it goes back to weighing the implements. Like it is a quick fix of like, okay, Obviously, no like circus dumbbells with a small handle, but weighing the implements. I got a log for the gym that was supposed to be 110 pounds. It weighs 88. So if I would have never weighed that, like <laughs> we would have people in our oh, gym shit. That are nowhere near a 300 pound presser thinking they're pressing 300 for reps. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. when you come, when it comes down to the manufacturer, especially when we talk about our local guys like Bartos or, or Pitbull, um, I mean, it, it does become quite challenging to make sure that it is the exact same weight. Um, I've been uh, with friends who have, and I have my own Bartos um, log and it's, he advertises 150, mine's 153. My friends is 157. Um, So it's just like, you can't expect them to always be the same. But I think it goes back to the point made earlier that it is weighed when it is used for a world record attempt. And so you know exactly what it is, but the difference of a Bartos standard log and a Bartos boss log is 12 inches to 13 inches. The handle width is different. 
the handle width uh, goes from 24 to 26 inches. And then you go to a rogue log and that's a 24 inch handle. The Titan logs um, are, a what is it? Like a one like, inch handle. It's a thicker handle. It's, but it's, a, it's like an inch and a half or something like that. Right. And it's knurled. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. those are the things I think that are more important, right? We can always weigh the log. Um, I don't think that a rackable log should ever be permitted as a, an attempt. That's just nonsense. But weighing the log, yeah, you could do that. But um, the actual width of the handle or the diameter of the log, I think, needs to be standardized. And everybody can meet those standards. Yeah. Yeah. And it's- I got so many DMs after my my story, you know, and people were like trying to knock, you know, well, this dude did this and this dude did that. And one of the things was the, you know, Donan's uh, dumbbell, circus dumbbell, you know, they're like, that was less than a two inch handle, you know, it's like a tiny little dumbbell, you know, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, obviously it needs to be at least two or oh. more, we know it's going to be a lot harder, you know, we know what makes things harder and what makes things easier, you know, dumbbells are uh, hard to do because we talk about, we just had the Arnold and we had the max dumbbell, which was the rogue monster bell that, oh, that was a 12 inch. So that was a 12 inch dumbbell, but you measure it. It's a 13 inch dumbbell and it is a three <laughs> inch handle. It was insane. And yeah, so I, yeah. The I have the rogue 10 inch dumbbell, but my dumbbell, I measure the diameter is 11 inches. And so even when they advertise what it is, what it actually is, is different. And if we talk about the style of the dumbbell being a sear sort of style with the, the rounded edges versus uh, sort of the cylinder um, the tomato can looking thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, is it closed? Is it open ended? Um, I think all of those things kind of matter. And I don't know, do you have separate records for each of those. Like if Tommy goes and he lifts the actual sear dumbbell um, that's designed, it looks, it's a solid piece, one solid piece versus somebody using Bartos's globe dumbbell. I mean, which one has more value? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good question. I don't know the answer. So, so, so th- this is something that I hope emerges over time with wait list and it's, uh, you know, I get, uh, yeah. um, people involved on this like board of directors or whatever we want to call it. And there are some decisions made and it's not saying you have to do it, but if, if, if everybody starts to look at, like I said, everybody's, like I said earlier, I'm looking over here, Andrew's looking over there. We're all looking at different places for what we think is right or wrong. If over time we start to agree, Hey, waitlist, this is the place that we agree is the right thing. And we get enough of big names involved in agreeing on standards then sure, man, go break. You can call whatever you want a world record over here, but it just doesn't get to go on the site or, or maybe it does in it. But it, it once again, it's like the, you know, yeah. it's got an asterisk and it says this, yeah. yeah. Or an asterisk. And it says, Hey, uh, some things you need to know about this um, is that the handle was less than two inches. This happened, this happened. There's no video of this. There's no video of that. And then, um, <laughs> you know, like um, I think it happens on Wikipedia as well. Like, there's a note that this information in this section was has not been verified. There's no source for it, stuff like that. Um, so, you know, hopefully over time, that sort of stuff, if if a long enough horizon happens where we're all looking toward the same thing, then I could see a world where 10 years from now, someone tries to do something with a, a small handle or something like that. And it's not even up for discussion. Just we all go, well, yeah, we that just agree, doesn't yeah. count. We don't, yeah, yeah, like it's not even a, like, well, it's not like, well, I think and I think it's like, no, we all no, yeah. that's bullshit. So we don't even care. You know, yeah, um, it, it goes to the community. Sorry, Tommy. It goes to the community exactly. instead of being petty and making like a little half-ass complaint post. It's like do what Ben did 
he just straight up made a freaking post that got some engagement. Like, obviously, people are willing to engage in it and hold people accountable. Just be like, like Tommy said, dude, we all know that doesn't count. Like, not like, you know, I, I think it goes back to the community helping each other and holding each other accountable if we want to see the sport grow. So exactly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. I think the community wants to talk about it, right? Ben, you made your post and got a huge reaction. I, I made a rant the other day on promoters. I got a huge reaction from people I don't even often talk to. And yeah. I mean, people want to talk about these things. Uh, it's just making it more uh, available to talk about, like having a discord, like Tommy mentioned, right? Where people can go in and they can at least, if even if their opinion is not heard or their complaint isn't heard, they have put it out there in the ether uh, and it's been considered. Um yeah, I think that that's incredibly valuable. I agree. Uh, well, it, it sounds like we're wrapping up. So uh, the, the last thing I'll say is, um, and Andrew said this before we started recording, you know, we want to keep things positive. Uh, and I don't mean positive in the feel-good, happy-go-lucky way. I mean positive in mathematical way where we're, we're pushing, we're, we're trying to do things that uh, uh, add, not chip away, like we're doing not, the opposite of negative, but in mathematical, whatever, I'm losing my point. So <laughs> we, we want to, you know, push things forward in, in, in a good way. Um, and also, uh, I, I think things are already going in, in that direction. So we should, you know, be grateful for that and, and look and say, like, you know, things are getting better. Like even at OSG, starting next year or starting this year, um, uh, they're, they're going to be using the Giants live rules, like sticking strict to those rules rather than like, you know, do we do this? Do we do that? And like kind of making it up as the, not making it up as they go. Uh, Lynn's done an amazing job, but this is just every year things are getting better. Things are getting more professional and more serious. So, you know, recognizing that that's already happening and that we're going to continue in that direction. Um, and that I think everyone has a say, and that's what uh, this site is all about. And I encourage people to go look at it and use it and please uh, give it a little bit of grace. It's still under construction. There's a lot of things. If there are any mistakes, please let me know. We'll fix them right away. If there's anything that needs to be added, we can we can try to do that. Um, I want this site essentially to belong to everyone. Um, so everybody gets a say. And, uh, and uh, yeah, that's, I guess that's it. To, what if somebody wants to sponsor so, or, or contribute or have a ad or something like man, that? You have so funds to build it. Well, well, well right now it's, it's, it's not commerce driven at all in the future. Um, I mean, do we have, I have so many ideas in between the gyms, me traveling around right now, odd objects, this thing, I, I I'm spread so thin. I keep forgetting about things. I'm like, Oh, I got to go back to this and work on that. Oh, I got to go back to this and work on that. Um, one of the things we want to do is create a, 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 a storefront essentially for sponsors to find competitions and competitions to find sponsors. Mm -hmm. Um, you, you know, so like pairing people up that would work well together. Um, and as far as monetizing the site, you know, it's not just not something I'm thinking about. Um, it, it, you know, does it happen one day? I don't know, possibly, but right now it's really about just adding value, uh, to, to the sport, uh, itself That's cool. and, and giving people a, a way to add their own value, which is at this point, their opinion and yeah. their knowledge, you know, somebody's got, somebody's going to know about a world record that I don't know about. And I, I'm being selfish. I want, I want to be able to look at it and know, Hey, there, there's that thing that I didn't know about. Yeah. And uh, last thing I'll say, and I'll let Andrew and Ben kind of put their closing thoughts is, everyone in the sport speaking up. 
I will say the best ideas I've gotten from a gym as a gym owner, as a promoter, and as an athlete have nine times out of 10 come from the novice people in the sport because they see stuff new. You know, you walk past something every single day. You don't notice anymore. You get someone new in the sport just because you're a novice. If you haven't hit a 600, hit a 600 deadlift, we don't care. Like we care about growing the sport. So if you're like, well, why the hell do we do it this way in strongman and not this way? Speak up about it because the way you're thinking may just have never been thought about before because you're a new green brain in this whole thing. And that's what we really need. So Tommy, that was a great point. Um, Ben, Andrew, any like kind of closing thoughts about the world record discussion? I think Andrew's muted. Sorry. Uh, dealing with allergies, man. Sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think honestly, I think that there's one thing, regardless, we have a lot of options and a lot of thoughts. Everybody has the tools to sort of uphold standards. It's now it's sort of being behind those um, people who are doing the work. And so if you have a very serious opinion um, or if you feel like tools have been left out of the toolbox that need to be considered, yeah, reaching out and saying stuff uh, on this to be Discord or just DMs or on the YouTube uh, chat channel, things like that, it's gonna be so super useful because if we don't start to do this, these conversations are never gonna end. And we're gonna find ourselves back here in a year talking about, you know, somebody else's uh, world record attempt and and we're going to be, you know, not advancing ourselves. And so if we want this to actually become, I'm not using PSL as an example, but because they have acknowledged pro uh, strongman, if we want this to become um, professionally recognized or hosted on televised, um, you know, TV and all that, like actually getting the audiences it deserves, these are things that we need to start doing now. Yeah. And Ben, you, you started this whole discourse. So I'll let you kind of close out with your final thoughts. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people appreciate you, you know, having the balls to step up and just make the post because it, it got a lot of people involved. So any thoughts? Maybe muted. No, no, Ben's muted. <laughs> what, a buzz, muted. what a did buzz you, kill to you, end the show. Did you change your mic setting? I got some editing to do now. Can you sign? If you you want to write it down and I'll read it off the paper. <laughs> <laughs> check your check your mic. The little setting in the bottom too, like where you have your uh three dot or you have your mute button. Select microphones, same as uh system. Wow, that was, I gave him that great introduction and it's anticlimactic now. Um, uh, um, I will say, um, you know, I, appreciate I will just say he's being silent, like too many people right now. Right. So don't <laughs> yeah. be silent like Ben. <laughs> yeah. Don't be silent like Ben. But, um, I appreciate everyone coming on, taking time out of their day, everything like that on a Friday, you know, make sure I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, there's, you know, you probably know who these guys are, but Tommy Lynn Lavelle on Instagram, heinous underscore strength on Instagram, Ben underscore Logan underscore fit on Instagram. We'll tag him in the podcast and everything will be out Sunday at seven, but um, you know, make sure you guys are following them. Some of the best athletes in the sport. And I appreciate you guys coming on. I'm sure. We got to do another episode, um, you know, coming up on another topic or something like that. Cause maybe just standardization in the whole sport. So I think it was really good. Yeah. It, 
if you guys want to stay on after we sign off real quick, I've yeah. got a big crazy idea I want to run past y'all. Ooh. All right. Ooh, well, we'll, TBD. Well, um, we'll end it yeah. there. Um, unless Ben, unless you have something crazy to say, throw up a finger, but we'll end it there. And uh appreciate everyone listening. Uh, make sure you support these guys. Go to 580barbell.com and get horsepower pre-workout, get merch, stuff like that too, odd objects, Andrew with A7 as well. So um everything make sure you guys are weightless weightless.org yeah weightless.org um but yeah till next week thanks guys yeah all right thanks josh hello